Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is time for the Leafs Weekender with me, D434, and Pete the Heat. Depending on how you're watching this and your screen orientation, their boxes may be wherever they may be on your screen. And also, we are live across the networks over on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Go watch, subscribe, ring the bell, and do all of those good things because we need your support over on Offside Hockey Talk to grow the show and keep us on the airwaves. Speaking of staying on the airwaves, Lou Lamorello, really great at staying on the airwaves, does a big trade. The Islanders are not in the playoff spot, but now with Bo Horvat, maybe they will be. And guess what? Two more years. Too long and too expensive. That is the uh, too long and too much from Lou Amorello is the exact quote about the contract he just signed Bo Horvat to. To you say what, Dylan? I mean, with how he's been performing this year, like I think it's appropriate. And I think the rest of the UFAs that are expecting an extension at this moment Larkin is my top example. I think they can't ask for anything more than what he just got. Um, I know that Larkin's been wanting more, but uh, I know Stevie Y ain't budging. But uh, regardless, uh, I think Bo, Bo has deserved it. He's been putting up great numbers, and he's been playing very well defensively on a mediocre uh, Vancouver Canucks team. Um, but eight, 8.5, uh, it's, eight I years. think it's deserving over the eight years, but it's going to obviously fade out. I think, uh, how old is Bull Horvat? I think he's 28, 20. I thought he was maybe 27. Is he 28? Maybe uh, well, 27, maybe 28. 28. So that's, I mean, on the last end of, like at the end of his contract, it's going to look a little yeah, he's 27, so he'd 27. be like 35. I did. I saw a pretty interesting tweet by uh, or tweet by um, Rachel Dory. He's um, 27. She I said that, that um, there's no signing bonus, so it makes it easier to buy him out at the end if if they need to. I don't, not quite sure how that works. I just thought that was pretty interesting. Yep, that that is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, seems like Lamorello doesn't. I think he wanted to get business done, but. Uh, he's not one to uh, be overexcited for contracts like that. Yeah, so they needed some scoring. Needed they some do. scoring. We locked him up for eight years. He's having he, a great season. Here's he, the fun he, thing, too, though, guys. You got to realize, Lou Lamorello signs this deal. He's also not going to be around for the end of it. <laughs> That's true. That's well, true. As the GM and probably on this earth, let's just be real. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, way to be a little bit morbid. Yeah. Listen, man. I mean, that's what it is. It's just that's where he's at. He's I like mean, the Benny White of NHL. Actually, I don't old, know, man. Maybe he, maybe he'll keep going for hundreds of years. But I think okay, okay, you got a point. But there has to be an eight, eight years. He could one hundred percent push till nine. Exactly. Lou is Lou is eighty. Yes, he's 80. That don't mean crap. He probably has all the best drugs in the world. I feel like you're going to pump him up. Guys that keep working and don't retire live longer. At least that's what from what I see. 
That's, that's so true. true. Once you have a uh, nothing to do, you deteriorate, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And physically. I mean, I can't say I am, but that's okay. I'm only a year. Yeah, yeah you're just talking about the maple leaves all the time. Yeah, I'm just here on the walls. Um. So, anyways, yes, the week that was for the Toronto Maple Leafs not a good one. Obviously, you lose to the Boston Bruins, and everybody uses it as a litmus test, as one where the Maple Leafs. This is a measuring stick game and they lost it and it shows you what your deficiencies are and how delusional some Leafs fans are to think that this team is actually any good well I will tell you Mr. Craig J. Button that the Maple Leafs are good and for me I'll live in fantasy land my team is fourth overall not too shabby love that their defensive metrics are better their goaltending's pretty good don't know how to bad game. Things happen. You're without your star forward. Did it show you some deficiencies? Yeah. It showed you that your top six probably needs another guy. It shows you that your defense maybe needs another shutdown kind of insulator type. Which, hey, depending on what side of social media you're on right now, that might already be happening as we're waiting for confirmation of this supposed deal. But I got to sit here and say, guys, you know, losing to the Boston Bruins in February is not the end-all, be-all of a season. No. And it doesn't show you that your team is not going to beat Tampa, that they're not going to beat Boston. If you're sitting there and saying, well, this proves everything that I've ever thought about the Maple Leafs, that they're soft and they're not built to win and they can't do it in the playoffs, you're not watching hockey. You're just saying things for the pure shock value of it all. It was a game against the Boston Bruins before the All-Star break. And you know what? People say, oh, well, Boston didn't check out. Well, maybe the least fucking did. So what? God, so they're fourth overall in the freaking league. It's not the end of the world. I Am I reading too much into this from no. Craig no, J? No. I think it's ridiculous. I... I vividly remember a couple years ago. I, I I don't know what year. I'm not. Don't quote me on it. But Just I remember the Leafs dominating the Bruins in the regular season, and I can't remember if it was one of the years that we got them in the playoffs. But we were bounced in the first round. Right. Yeah. And to think that Boston is whooping our ass this year could come back to bite them in the butt. I, it, it's just a wide look at things, but um, I I, th- I think Boston is going way too fast to like keep up with being the top of the league. I, I feel like they should be fizzling out, but Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind a uh, first round matchup against. What, what do we always? What always happens to the team that finishes first place in the league? They, they, get, they don't usually go very far. Bounce in the playoffs, absolutely bounce. What happened to Florida last year? Did they get swept in the second round. Yeah, bring out the brooms, yeah. baby. But I here's think the other thing too. Remember, Leafs used to get mollywopped all the time by the Ottawa Senators in the regular season, in the early two thousands. Yeah, and then come playoff time, what do they do? Everybody's like, oh, they're not going to beat the Senators round one. Did you see what they did to them regular season? Regular season means diddly squat because the playoffs, they're absolutely pixie dust voodoo, period. 100%. Um, 
I was, I was going to ask you guys. Uh, I know Crosby answered this question during the All Star. Uh, we want the one eight system back. Yes, we do, Dylan. I one hundred percent want this one eight <laughs> system back. It does. It one hundred percent gives the top teams the benefit of the doubt, and you're not facing a top five team in the first round against another top five team in the first round. It, like I think it's so stupid. Yeah, how it's I set agree. up right now. Yeah, because we already know who the Leafs are playing halfway through the season. And it's just, it's so dumb. Like, you even hear, I think it was Nathan McKinnon saying, like, it's not really fair that the, like, he even called out the Leafs in Tampa saying, like, they already know they're playing each other. This system's stupid. I have never heard anyone say, oh, you know what? I really enjoyed this playoff system. There was nothing wrong with the 1-8 system. Go there back. Was nothing. Dude, I remember. Go ahead, Dilly. I, re- I remember the one year that the Vancouver, was it the Vancouver Canucks? No, no, no. The LA Kings bounced the Vancouver Canucks when they won the President's Trophy. Vancouver did, and LA was the eight seed. And they won the cup that year. They did, which was, I think, the first time in history. But it's like, yes, it's still competitive, the one to eight, but it's like it still gives you valid fucking hockey. And it's still like, I feel like that's that's what's wrong with this system and why. I'm not going to make up excuses why we've been losing for so long, but still, like, I I think it would benefit us in a lot of ways. And the East is so close that you don't know what one to eight is going to look like at all. I just think the West is the weakest where you could, you could see six teams from the central hop in and two from the Pacific. That's the only Winnipeg going to run. Yeah. But here's the thing for me. You look at the one to eight thing, okay? When the Leafs played the Boston Bruins last in the playoffs and the Bruins went all the way to the Stanley Cup final to face, face the St. Louis Blues, he was asked before the Stanley Cup final asked, Brad Marchand was, of what the toughest matchup they had throughout the playoffs thus far was at that point. And he said the Toronto Maple Leafs. And we all loathe Brad Marchand for his antics and stuff that he does. But at the same time, he right then and there said that should have been the Eastern Conference final, not the first round. Even he said it. He said, you know, and the worst part about it is they asked freaking Gary Bettman at the All-Star game about Sidney Crosby's comments and other players' comments. And what did he say? Oh, well, we got a poll up on the website that says that the players don't want to have an expanded playoffs. That's not the question you were asked. Yeah, he, you just don't want to answer the question. Yeah, because everybody says it to you. You want to be the dictator, and also the All Star Game. Go check out Dan O'Toole's seven part on Twitter. Bravo, sir! I agree with you. But the No Fun League. Is brought to you by Gary Bettman, and that will never happen. But if you included Nickelodeon on Friday night and got players slimed and did it all for the kids on Friday and then drafted a team out of hats and had random players. I I freaking missed that draft, man. That was the most entertaining thing ever. Phil Kessel being drafted last and winning a car, and then the MVP also wins a car. I thought that was the best way to put the all-star game. Hey, and you, it's like Dan O'Toole said, and if you want your skills competition to me more and people to pay attention, have it so guys are going to win a prize. 
Why so do you they're think- going for the prize, so everybody's hating on it. Why do you think McDavid didn't do the fastest skater? He doesn't care. He also lost the uh, shooting accuracy, even though he went four for four, and Nazem Kadri went four for five, but Nas did it faster. Like, oh, he did not care. Mm. No, he didn't even want to be in the fastest skater either. No, Sveshnikov yeah. won it this year. Like, it, it was – and he – like, he's fast, but you don't think of him when you when you think of speed. I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's poorly ran. That freaking tender – tendy tandem thing was – Oh, that was brutal, man, where it was so awkward on the three unos where it's like, oh, everyone's got to touch it. They're pass, yeah. slowly passing it. There's no momentum. Easy and save for the goalie, like so boring. And then they got three points for that. Like what? It just yeah. it was terrible. So poorly done. It was terrible, just like the Leafs game against Boston. Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll put a bow on that and yeah. just say, listen, they lost. It sucked. It's not the end of the world. There are going to be upgrades to this roster. Austin Matthews will be back. Insert whatever you want here to make yourself feel warm and fuzzy. And you know what? I'll just say this. If you live in fantasy land, like I guess I do, where you're happy that your team does well in the regular season and that you enjoy the ride that the season is, and you look at things and say, well, Matthew's game's improved 200 foot wise. Nylander's gotten better. Not the greatest, but better. Marner's doing good on the back check. I like what I see from Geo. If you can find the positives instead of doing what everyone does for a freaking clickbait title and say, this sucks and that sucks and see, this person said that the Leafs aren't going to do it, so they must not be able to do it. And they agree with my point of view. Just enjoy it the way you want, but I think it's so much more fun to enjoy the ride and positive things. Because, man, the world, the world around us outside of hockey is pretty damn negative. So this 100%. is supposed to be your fun and your escape. Just my opinion. 100%. I, I Yeah, it was... I, I, I'm I'm very excited for the trade deadline. It's ramping up very, very quick. Um but I uh what do you guys think of the Jacob Chikrin news? Well let's and- get to that in just a minute here. Let's uh, let's wrap up the, the the Leafs week that will be. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna be fully honest here. I am fucking running on fumes. We've had sheer comp <laughs> all weekend. Uh, the girls went at her yesterday and today it was an hour away in Truro. If you're in the East Coast, you know. Um, we had snowstorms and minus 40 weather, which is not normal here. Not Great driving there. Um, so anyways, just a little bit tired. So apologize for my demeanor today. I'm not uh, bubbly, happy yeah. pants like I usually am. No caffeine today? Um, yeah, I had coffee before, drinking a bile steel. But I didn't get out to get an energy drink, so I guess I suck. Um, but anyways, the Leafs that week that will be features two games against the lowly Columbus Blue Jackets. And these are games where the Maple Leafs, just for whatever reason, do not seem to elevate themselves uh, against these teams. And they're going to need to. They're going to need these points if they want to keep home ice. They're going to need these points, um, you know, just to keep kind of the wolves at bay. And we don't know what this deal may be, Dylan, when we talk about it here soon. Um, but what do you guys think? What is your record here for the Maple Leafs this week against the Columbus Blue Jackets back-to-back? Pete, I will start with you. Well, it should be 2-0, and James. <laughs> I think they're going to go 1-0-1. I just I, – they like playing down to their teams. 
Columbus is trying to tank right now. They're in the Bedard sweepstakes. This should be. I think they're number one team. Yeah, man, get, I really hope a West team wins the the lottery this year because we the East is already stacked enough. But uh, this should be an easy four points to the least. But for whatever reason, they have to play down to their opponents. At least the, the good thing is though in the playoffs, guys, they can't really do that. So it's just regular season it means nothing. Just just get to the let's get to the playoffs and try to get four points this weekend. What do you think, there, buddy? Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be optimistic and go two and zero. I. Uh, it's a. Oh, it's a home and home. I think. Uh, I think the boys can pull it out. Um, I don't think Matthews will be back, but uh, I'll. Ex- I'll expect Line A to try and show up if he's in the lineup. But. Johnny uh, uh, yeah, jo- Johnny Goudreau always plays well, but. Uh, I, I think uh, Sammy will hold it down in the pipe still. Oh, so. who is, do you guys think Joseph Wall is going to start? Saturday, I believe. Saturday. Oh, that'll be interesting. I think I think Wall, Wall will uh, step it up. You, you know, uh, well, I guess he's already played a couple games up here, but uh, in the first games of the season when attendee comes up, they play pretty well. So they seem to do. I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put I'll, I'll put money on that one. Mm, I might have. I got to. the Leafs going two and zero this week. I got the Leafs going two and zero against the Columbus Blue Jackets. I got them eking one out eking. on Friday night, kind of just getting their feet wet, getting back into it, then setting the absolute tone on Saturday night, uh, giving Joe Wool a little run support on Hockey Night in Canada. Bright lights for the young man. He's three zero and one in the NHL with a nine twenty eight save percentage. Soon to be four zero and one. Um, I'm looking for the Leafs on Saturday. Now I'll even put a score down to win it 6-1. Wow. Columbus. Um, because it's going to be their backup in that, right? So it's not going to be Columbus's A1 starter either. And their goaltending has kind of been their Achilles heel this year. So if you can start just lacing pucks on that, let's go. And we'll see what happens. But that right there is the week that will be for the Maple Leafs. I'm going 2-0. Pete's going 1-0-1. Dilly going 2-0. So let's rock and roll. Uh, lots of people up in the chat saying the same thing. All right. Now we got to go to the GBU. The good? The good is? The good is? The good um, is? That Mitch Marner had six assists in the two games in the All-Star game. And he had some beauty freaking skates in those two games. And the most, in, man, that um, shootout skill shot was so embarrassing. But we won't talk about that. That was brutal. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Miami Vice, yeah, yeah. I love Mitch, but God damn, that sucked. Uh, <laughs> did you? Yeah, the good is obviously Mitch. Mitch at the All Star game, yeah. uh, tearing it up, representing the Leafs. Oh, oh, by the way, oh. the actual good. The Toronto Maple Leafs got the next All Star game, <laughs> and Justin Bieber is rumored to be performing, which is huge because that would be probably one of the biggest acts. The NHL has ever got. I'll throw this caveat, Beebs. If you're performing in Toronto for the NHL All Star Game, you better put your two concert dates in there somewhere as well, so I can get my arse down there and watch you in a concert, and then watch you at the All Star Game because there's no reason you can perform there, but you can't perform your concert that hundreds of thousands of people have paid for and are sitting with thousands and thousands of dollars tied up in your name sir man yeah, i really my, uh 
my girlfriend. So I told her about the ho- that we were hosting it next year. And I was like, ah, yeah, like me and me and the people from uh, TikTok might have to make a trip down to the All Star Game. And she got, she uh, went up to the bathroom and she comes down. She's like, I'm going to the All Star Game with you next year. I was like, okay. And I was like, I was kind of like off put. I was like, there's no way this lady just like somehow pulled out freaking all-star game tickets right away like i was like there's no way that happened i was like so what's going on she's like yeah bieber's going and i have to be there with you i was like so <laughs> i guess we're going to the all-star game. it's gonna be expensive boys i i'm gonna puke when i see the tickets but i gotta find a way to go because it doesn't this is like when was the last time it came i think it was like 2000 2000 2000 yeah 23 years ago like that's insane like i i gotta go i i don't care how much tickets are but oh i'm gonna have to take out a a loan (laughs) yeah no it'll be fun listen and the bad this week obviously the bad is just the toxicity about losing to the boston bruins guys calm down pump the brakes ease up you know just take a moment go touch grass or snow or whatever you are whatever you do to go have some fun it's not the end of the world that's the bad and the the absolute ugly is just I don't even know how to put it into words. Just the whole thing surrounding the Leafs. Like no matter what the Leafs do, if they won against the Boston Bruins Wednesday night, it wouldn't have been good enough. It still would have been, well, you know, Boston's going to the All-Star game. They could there's no way the Leafs could have came out on the winning side of that, even if they won the game. So I just think the the ugly is. We're at that point of the season where everybody's mind is just so hyper-focused on how are we going to beat these guys, the Tampas, the Bostons, you know, and they're freaking out. And it's going to kind of ruin the end of the season, which the Leafs are on a goddamn good pace. Like, just let it play out. You know, I think that's the GBU for this week. Dylan, get into it. The uh, Let's go around the boards here. Obviously, Bo Horvat, we talked about him off the top. So we'll talk about what's apparently going down. Uh, bring it up. Bring it up for us about Jakob Chikrin. Jacob Chikrin. So Jakob. During, I don't know if this was during the All-Star festivities or what, but um, I think I'm going to shout him out on Twitter. I think his name is Run It Back. Uh, he's a Leaf tweeter. Um, there was some proof that he un- he took out the coyotes from his Instagram bio and he started following a bunch of maple leaves. No way. Rumor this, rumor that. You know, it, it tends to uh it te- it tends to point towards something's going on in Leafland. Um, so I you know, hopefully, hopefully that's who did he follow on Twitter, uh Dylan? It was bunting. Matthews and Marner, I think. Yeah, did he just follow Leafs or did he yeah, it was follow just, just Leafs? That's oh come on, don't get me started, <laughs> man. That's insane. And then he took the bio out. That's oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty insane, but uh I, I can see if I can pull it up. Uh run right here. He was he was in the article, this guy, he's TML fan in van. And it goes. Wow, he tweets a lot. Oh, maybe it's not here. 
But regardless, I was like, it it's so weird the world we're in where it's like, oh, they took their team <laughs> out of the bio. Guess that means something's gonna happen. Like it could like it could mean nothing at the end of the day. But it's yeah, that's true. It could mean a lot if he does get traded here. I mean, well, like, yeah, but look at the follower thing. The follower thing is what kind of sets my mind differently about it. You you instantly start following more Maple Leafs and. I mean, it could be the instant troll job, knowing what it would do to Leafs Nation and how it would pick it up. But he doesn't seem to be the type of guy to do that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, I have this uh, story. Um, so there was news uh, that this so this girl is a beat reporter for the Capitals. And her name is Samantha Pell. And it was rumored that it was going to be her uh, last time uh, doing anything for the Capitals during the All-Star game. And I guess Ovi, being Ovi, had heard uh, heard the news and actually has known Samantha for a lot of years, obviously, being a Capital. Um, So during her last interview at the All-Star game, uh, Ovi had mentioned, is this your last interview? And she goes, yes. And after the interview was over, Ovi got up, gave her a big hug and uh, sent, her, sent her on her way. So I thought that was pretty That's cool. And the, the grade eight, uh, just being just being classy and everything that surrounded him, this this all-star game I thought was, uh, was pretty cool. Yeah, I'd like to see Novi at the, the All-Star game. Him and his kid on the ice watching uh, him, Crosby, Ovi yeah. Jr. dish it around, sniping. <laughs> not many kids, not many people can say I've uh, I've scored a goal touching the puck with on the same line as Ovechkin and Crosby. So that's, uh, I don't know, hopefully he remembers that for the rest of his life. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Ovi, good guy. Love to see it. Absolutely. All right. So, yeah. The Leafs are maybe getting chicken. So if they get chicken. <laughs> maybe. Sorry, guys. As you've you seen, I just had a little visitor. So No, you're all good. Um, so she just surprised that guy to me. I just woke up out of bed, which I'll have to uh, redo if you guys are just listening to this or can't see over on TikTok because it's kind of illegal to have anything of your children on there and alive. Uh, my daughter came down to say hello um, and woke up from bed. So. She's currently on the chair behind me, snuggling in on my maple leaf pillow with a maple leaf blanket. So, yes, we will uh, just put that aside. But at least get Chikrin. I think there'll be more in the deal than just Chikrin. Uh, Nick Bukestad is another player the Maple Leafs are heavily rumored to be looking at. Very cost-effective, could fill in on your bottom six very nicely. Uh, would add physical play. Uh, has played with championship teams before or on teams that have gone on runs, uh, mainly the Pittsburgh Penguins. So it yeah, is dude. another piece that they could definitely add if the Leafs are looking to do A and B. And I mm-hmm. still think they wouldn't be done. I still think they'd also go after Noel Cherry um, and add him to the bottom mix as well. I think that drum is going to be beaten until I beat a hole through it. Yeah. Um, but I really think if they are getting it done, you're going after your bottom six upgrade, which is Nick Bukestad, and then obviously your defensive upgrade in Jakob Chikrin or Jacob Chikrin, however he wants it to be pronounced. He'll yeah. tell us when he gets here. Um, but as far as it being a done deal, so many people think it's a done deal just because of what he did, you know, liking and following these guys, etc. You know, maybe it is, and maybe this happens. I can't wait to see what happens. I'm excited for it. 
outside of the guys that we've talked about at nauseum on this show, uh, is there anyone that you guys would like to see the Leafs pick up that is not a hot button name? That is not a name that is bantied about. Um, that is obtainable now, mind you. Okay. Yes, of course, we'd love Connor McDavid come on down. Leon Dreisaitl <laughs> saddle up to the second line with uh, JT and Mitch. Um, but just a name that you think may be obtainable by the Toronto Maple Leafs that isn't being thrown about right now. Petey, take this one first. Mm, I'm going to go through a list of not players. being named at the moment. Um, I got no one off the top of my head. I've, I've just been keeping my eye on who's been in the news right now. There's the I keep seeing Jake McCabe. I mean, if we can get 50% retained on him for the next few years, that would be pretty nice. A good, I mean, I guess would replace Justin Hole up um, um, after after the year. But I, yeah, off the top of my dome here, there's I don't really I, there's not many players I'd like to see. I mean, Brian O'Reilly would be cool. But I'd like to see just two maybe B-listers. We uh, like Jacob Chicken and uh, Bjorkstrand would be really really cool to see on this team. Um, I find teams that go for the long shot, the the high rated player such as a Ryan O'Reilly, they don't ever seem to work out the way it should. Like who who did Colorado pick up on the deadline? It was like Josh Manson and um, someone else, right? So it's like these B-list these B-listers you need in order for your team to just go over that hump and make it in the playoffs. So yeah, Dylan, I don't know. I, I don't know any players off the top of my dome, but let's hear your thoughts. Um, I still, I still like to consider St. Louis blues um, a, a heavy candidate that we can trade with. Um, I'm in, uh, I have Ryan O'Reilly on my fantasy team in fan tracks and he has a broken foot. So I don't know how well he can come back from that, but I know he's a top list. Um, I actually wouldn't mind Ivan Barbachev. I know he's been rumored. Um, and I know I mentioned to um, James and Clark on the uh, off the podcast last week uh, about uh, Buchnevich, but uh, he's also injured. So I don't know if that would, that would fully go through. Um, I, I, I would love somebody like, um, Josh Anderson, but I've heard that he's not movable, and I don't think we can necessarily move him. Um, other than that, I I really don't know. I don't like Jake McCabe. I think his cap hits a little too high. Um, but yeah, other yeah, just I would like to our bottom six to be filled out with a little bit more size and um, some great faceoff guys. So that we're we're good in a deep playoff push. Well, that's why I said about Nick Bukestad as a guy that you know yeah. wasn't talking or banning about for the Maple Leafs. But if you're doing a deal with Arizona, there has to be multiple things coming back to your side of it um, that also may free you up to move Kerfoot off your roster back over to Arizona UFA at the end of the year. Um, for me, the Ryan O'Reilly thing, yes, I'm still hard on that one. I think it's a really Really good thing for the Maple Leafs to look at. Um, But I'll go and say this one. You go and you look at a team like the Columbus Blue Jackets and say, what do you want for Boone Jenner? What is Boone Jenner worth right now? What can we do to bring him onto this roster? 
Uh, he's a player that I did see in the chat that was going around, but that is a player that I think can do a little bit of everything. And I know producer Clark is hard on that one too. He likes the fact the player can be physical, can score, can get assists, can rattle it around a little bit. Um, so that's a guy you look at. I know, you know, again, people say he's injury prone. I see that. Uh, but that's a guy. Maybe even go look at Nashville and say, hey, what do you want for Ekholm? What What is the deal for Ekholm here? Um, can we get him off of you? We've been wanting him for how many years? Yep. What's the price? There's a You want a stabilizer for your defense? Absolutely. That is a stabilizer, okay? That is – that is a strap that guy to your boat and he'll help you float down the playoff river. Yeah, you know, he will. because that's what he'll do. Uh, <laughs> or, like you know, <laughs> or you, you can go after a Tanner Janot. You know, there's lots of things you could pick off some of these carcasses and get them in. Um, for me, those would be the guys. Um, a yeah. lot of people saying if Murray is done, do you go chase a goaltender? No. If I, yeah, I, I could see if. At all possible, I could see uh, Vimelka in in the deal with Arizona if that is the case. Um, Vimelka is at a, I think, an, uh, like a entry level contract. So, it, yeah, could, could you imagine Sammy and Vimelka holding down the fort? Well, Marino. he takes he takes a boatload of shots and plays very very well well on a shit team. So, and I, then you let Sammy walk in the offseason and resign Vimelka. We don't know the status of Murray right now, do we? No. No, mm-hmm. I, I again, and this is just me putting my tinfoil hat on. I think it's the Anderson situation. Okay. I really do. I think that they're going to prolong it until they figure out what they're doing trade deadline style. And if they need to put him on LTIR to make some moves happen, they'll go to him and say, hey, listen, how about you take the time, rest up, get ready for the playoffs, and you'll be ready to come off the bench when the time comes. And they'll explain it to Joe Wool that, hey, it's going to be – Sonar rolling with the most of the punches. You're going to be backing up when we need you to do so. Come the playoffs, you will not be on the bench, but you will be a black ace. You'll be, you know, basically with the rest of the guys that are skating every day, and you'll be here for injury replacement. But I really think it would just be dependent on what they want to do for a deal. Or I could be completely wrong, and they bring them back and say, hey, listen, we need our tandem. But I don't think – I don't think with the Leafs being so cap-struck that – being able to have an additional, he has a, a year left right? after this. He has a year left, yeah. So you can still play yeah. after this. An additional four million dollars in your back pocket come trade deadline. Yeah, time. don't. Yeah, don't. Don't buy them out. Just put them on LDIR and use it for next year. Roll it up, island baby. <laughs> the island man. The island. Uh, um, break, breaking news, by the way. Uh, a depth piece was sent to Seattle. Uh, Jacob Magna. From San Jose, I just wanted to break that because Elliot Freeman. Okay, so there's, there's no freeze right now. Then, just to confirm, there, yep, yeah, there is no freeze, so everybody is free to be moved, and maybe that's just the uh, the floodgates opening from NHL Central Registry. And by the time we are done, it'll be a full on monsoon. Of I also uh, I also saw that Dylan Gunther is being sent down to Seattle Thunderbirds, which means Tank Nation is hard in Coyotes land. Yes. So yeah. I would expect a lot of trades coming from them. It's going to be an interesting week. Obviously, we know that the Maple Leafs do like to get their business done before the trade deadline. Yeah. If it's a clapper of a deal, uh, you look at Muzzin, you look at Campbell under the Dubas regime. Obviously, waited to the last dollar minute to bring in Giordano and Colin Blackwell last year. 
And uh, then, but, and then, how many years ago you brought in Fanuf and Jaguar? Yeah, that's not. No, no, I'm just talking <laughs> about the dubious watch, the dubious watch, the dubious one. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is the fun part of the week. We do the boxing rock bearded blue warrior. Come on, Pete, you got to say it with us. I can't get it right every time I say it. It's the bearded blue, blue, warrior. blue warrior. Let's do it. Blue bearded warrior. Bearded blue warrior. How can't you say that? The bearded, bearded blue, blue warrior. warrior. Hey, he said it. All right. Pete, seeming you finally said it, you can take the boxing rock. Bearded blue warrior for this week and let me know what it is. You guys are going to hate me for this. <laughs> I'm going with Brad Marshawn with the... <laughs> With the shit he stirred up on Twitter and with Leafs Nation this week. I have to. The guy knows what he's doing and he's good, he's good at chirping, and I love it. Like we all hate him. Yeah, we I hate Brad Marshawn more than the next guy, but like he is so good at what he does. So he's my bearded blue warrior. My rebuttal to that would be Mitchie's clap back to him at, at the All-Star game. Um, my bearded blue warrior this week is um, Ovi Jr. Ooh, uh, he, he had such a good weekend, uh, obviously playing with his legendary father and uh, getting to do that 3-on-0 on Luongo scoring it um, was probably just one highlight of his of his night, and then I saw him mauling all the Russians, Kaprizov, freaking Vasilevsky all weekend. Uh, he was in the spotlight, and just he was just enjoying life, man. He was just wanted to wanted to skate. Ovi tried to get him to take pictures, but he was just running around on the ice. Um, I love that energy from kids during the All Star game, and uh, yeah. All right, my boxing rock bearded blue warrior. Uh, for this week is going to be Jakob Chikrin. Jacob Chikrin, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> because either you have the most insane troll game that there is, taking out the Arizona Coyotes from your bio, following the Maple Leafs and Maple Leaf players, not only on Instagram, but also on Twitter, sending everybody into an absolute poop storm. <laughs> or you just broke a trade without breaking a trade and you went first to tell everyone because yes, you did it your way. But mine, it has to be Jacob Chikrin, just because maybe, maybe finally for him as well, we get a little conclusion. You know, a little end to this thing that has been following him forever. And the only thing that I hope, guys, for Mr. Chikrin is it doesn't turn out like the Oliver Ekman Larson saga. All it says is athlete there right now, and it says followed by Mitch Marner. And then let's let's look at this. Austin. Oh, Austin's not found because I can't spell it. Oh, he's following Austin. He's following Bunting. Oh, that can only mean one thing. He's a Toronto Maple Leaf. Ladies and gentlemen, Jakob, Jacob, whatever y'all want to call him. Chicker. I don't know who else has Instagram on, on Leafs, on the Leafs. So uh, I'm just going off those two, three. Sorry. Cool. Cool. Dylan, I love the way your, your beard flows with your hat. It looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, that's my my boxing rock Peter Blue Warriors at because obviously, you know, trades suck for players because you got to move and all these different things happen. But imagine being in a rumor mill for a trade for like three years straight. Yep. And just wondering when that hammer is going to finally <laughs> fall. But but the Oliver Ekman Larson jab that I threw out there, by the way, I say that because it was forever that all OEL was going to be traded. That he finally got traded, and he's not the player that you know was going to save the Vancouver. I, I don't even want to get started on what the Vancouver Canucks have done as an organization because they have completely ruined every part of their future right now. In the shitty shitty contracts that they've taken on oh no i know but listen maybe we'll have wednesday night plenty to talk about maybe plenty to talk about tonight um apparently tsn 1050 said chicken's a leaf i don't believe it i just searched it up nothing's there um so we shall see what happens it's probably just someone stirring the pot but guys guys this right here with what we do every week is fun. So if you like the show, make sure you hit the subscribe. Make sure you follow Dylan. Make sure you follow Pete and myself on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Make sure you hit the subscribe on YouTube. And make sure you ring the bell for every time that we're live or dropping a new podcast. So fired up. Love it. All right, guys. This is Offside Hockey Talk where the Leafs and Hawkins...